Well, howdy doody there. I'm the Western Wonder, and I'd like to sincerely welcome you to a selection of one of my reviews as featured on my Western Reviews podcast. Today, one of the most rowdy, crowd-pleasing Western movies that recently hit the Netflix streaming service. Ladies and gentlefish, and weekly listeners that I would like to call Westernites, I present to you my review for The Heart of Day Fall, directed by James Samuel, and features production work from Jay-Z. Oh, you can't fuss at me like that. Anyways, we'll take a listen to the trailer, maybe even an ad break from a sponsored pod, and I'll return with my beloved review. Open it. Last day amongst the living. What exactly he do to you? Call it a professional robbery. I know who you are. That love. The outlaw hunts down those who trespass against him. With no mercy. Where is it? Where is who? Your boss. My boss. What did you say, nigga? Clearly, you don't know me. I heard Rufus Buck was back. So ain't no road to ask a friend to travel. You think Destiny's coming to you? My guns go back. I can make the guns go back. A new day is dawning. Slow. This is on the head of an angel. Seeing Southern Father Duffin' Duffin' about to kill you. Faithful to the end. Bullets with your names, Drew. Crack back, aim, shoot. Bang. I don't particularly enjoy violence. That being said, you are currently in company of extremely violent individuals. Jump, motherfucker. She ain't gonna end well for you. Really? The plot is based on the story of true black cowboys in the wild, wild west. The driving conflict centers around outlaw Nat Love, played by Jonathan Majors, who plans to avenge his parents after their brutal demise at the hands of Rufus Buck, played by Idris Elba. Joining Nat Love in his mission is his gang of rough and tough riders. But are they enough to fend off dozens of goons, uh, outlaws, working with Rufus Buck? Well, if you've seen the movie, you know how things go. So for my thoughts about the movie... There's a lot of pros about this movie that are so spread out that I know I won't be able to catch them all, but I'll break them down to the best of my abilities. First off, the cast. Everyone here plays off each other very well, definitely not wasting a precious minute of the movie's runtime. Jonathan Majors, fresh off the latest critical hits such as Lovecraft Country and The Last Black Man in San Francisco, as well as many busy works under the Marvelverse, is the perfect leading man for Nat Love. Fearless, charming, and straight to the point. His gang are all heavy hitters as well. Zazie Beetz, who I've seen recently in Joker, and is one of two stars in this film also with major roles in the hit FX show Atlanta, plays the partner to the outlaw Love, 
but can hold her own at killing rusty bandits. Delroy Lindo, first off her manic performance in Spike Lee's The Five Bloods, which, if you pay attention to detail in one scene in the movie with one of his trains, pays tribute to one of the film's stars, plays the elder cowboy who's too smooth to even be phased by a single gunshot. R.J. Siler plays the youthful gunslinger daring any stranger to draw the fastest weapon, and rounding out the Nat Love crew are that of the equally stellar performances coming from Edie Kodeji and Danielle Deadweiler, the latter's character having some rather fascinating backstory about how she applied for the military as a man. Research more of that in your leisure time. But then the opposition, the antagonistic bandits, are so hard to root against because they play so many different characters in all their previous projects, mostly good characters. And these guys are really meticulous with their planning and badasses when it comes to playing the villains. It was hard to root against them. You have Lakeith Stanfield, another Atlanta star who's done great roles, subdued but still taking no nonsense. Then there's Regina King, <laughs> hello Miss Recent Oscar winner, ain't taking nobody's mess with wrestling I wish a more or would face throughout the movie. And of course, how could I forget the man himself, Mr. Idris Elba, who ironically enough started another western film that was released on Netflix earlier this year, aptly titled Concrete Cowboy. It's one thing to have an Idris Elba yells type of role chasing after you, but you know you should watch your back if you have calm, menacing Idris Elba. You may experience an emotional roller coaster as he makes a menacing entrance, which makes you hate him at first, but his last moments make you want to root for him all over again, even though his smoothness throughout is just, oof, too smooth. Now, there's some comedic tattoo that also appear in this movie. Damon Wayans Jr., part of the humorously talented Wayans family, and even more unrecognizable in terms of acting, Dion Cole, are much the bunch. Cole turns in a rare dramatic performance that, while coming off as funny, unintentionally at that, once again reinforces that comedians can have a good jab at drama when they put their heart into it. Every cast member here has the part they play, and they play it well. What more could I say? The last time I've seen a western with a strong black cast, albeit using lesser leading actors, is a little-known 70s flick called Buck and the Preacher, starring Harry Balafonte and Sweetney Portier. Yes, not Django Unchained. Oh, oh, come on, I thought you were banned, old lady. While this film may have the traditional western setups, you know, the lengthy horse riding entrance, the gunslinging duels throughout the movie, lots of close-ups of the characters doing menacing stare-downs, etc, etc. The rapid-fire action sequences and the aforementioned stellar performances drive the movie and the runtime feels a lot less than two hours and some change. Speaking briefly on the action sequences, the final fight that occurs during the climax of this film is definitely a highlight you don't want to miss, especially the battle segment between Regina King and Zazie Beetz. Kind of a comic book movie vibe. That's all I'm going to say about that part, since this is a spoiler-free review for that part. One thing that you won't see that's traditional in the most Western storylines, and this is sort of a good thing in my eyes, is a lot of flashbacks and backstories to kill time in the plot. The only flashbacks that you see are integral to the ongoing driving conflict, and that in itself isn't very often either. The background music, being more modern, also fits like a glove for the fact that this movie's visual aesthetic has a very modern feel to it. We are in modern times, after all. It isn't too overdone when it isn't necessary to convey the tone of a scene, whether quiet and subdued or loud and brash. One con that I will say about this film, and I think that any movie, regardless of the genre, suffers from this, is that despite the strong ensemble cast exceeding their expectations of playing their role, 
The screen time for such a nicely quick-paced movie is very limited for some who aren't on the higher bill than leads. I would go even as far as to say that all the characters are so enjoyable that this would have been easily win well done as a limited series. That way, more backstory of how these gangs came together and took on all the baddies in the West or how all of them got their names, especially King's treacherous Trudy. But regardless of this one con, this movie gets a yee-haw tastic rating for me, or in numbers, a 9.5 out of 10. Slick action sequences, hilarious dialogue, and stellar cast performances makes this one of the strongest westerns in recent years, and makes for yet another shining highlight in the Netflix film library. It's a highly recommended pick for me. And this includes a dangerously spoiler-free review for The Heart of They Fall. If you like this review, please do not hesitate to share it with your friends or even give some feedback. How may you do that, you may ask? Well, <laughs> it's quite simple. You can check out my social media pages. On Twitter, you can follow or shout me out via reviews underscore western. Please do not forget to underscore. Or on Instagram, you can follow the show via Western Reviews Official. That is, the <laughs> Western Reviews Official. If you'd like to send over some movie or TV review suggestions, or if you're a fellow podcaster who would like to appear on the show of the nation, for now you can message me through those aforementioned platforms as a new email and website is currently under final progress. Once again, I hope you all enjoyed this review that you tune in on the next one but for now get a dog little longy i'm in to the loop <laughs> scatter on the shows over bye have a great time